0: Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevell. Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. And if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevell, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. I've had the most craziest weekend. Everything I wanted to do today did not go according to plan and this is where I really had to practice just some self-compassion, my autoimmune condition flared up, I had to sleep for most of the day and for some reason lately I've been getting energy late at night. So I am doing this now at about 9 o'clock and then I'm going to head back to bed but I'm just figuring it out as I go. And like back in the day, I would have really berated myself and been very upset about it. I'm mildly, mildly upset about what's happened, but I'm just kind of going with it and I'm figuring it out. And it's all because of the coaching work that I've done on myself and figuring out how to incorporate this with everything else I have going on in my life, including planning a wedding, which is not too far away from me. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm excited for this episode. I'm always excited for my episodes, but this is one that I was having a chat with a client about and it was about how to lead at work, right? And I do have an episode uh in in the future that I want to talk about executive presence, and this is a very like corporate term around how you show up basically in the room, how you are uh, like how you present yourself, right? And how you the way I see it is almost like kind of like your leadership style. And really, if I break it down how to lead executive presence, it all comes down to how confident you feel in a room and how good you are at like influencing and working with other people. All right. If I really break it down to its bare bones and influencing, negotiating, all that type of stuff, that is a skill that does take practice and what I see missing all the time is this confidence underneath that, that you deserve to be in that room, that you have ideas, etc. And if you haven't heard of this before, check out some of my really early episodes. Just look for anything to do with confidence. I go into a whole heap more detail. This, however, is this really specific example that I want to talk about. So my client is attending these meetings and she has been encouraged by her manager to take a more of a leadership role, right? And she's struggling with this. She's having so many thoughts, so much mind drama around going into these meetings. She's overanalyzing them. She's going in. She's feeling underprepared. She feels like she's not leading as such. And let's go with what leading is. To put it really simply, it's like directing people. Right. But I think it's two ways because you can direct someone and that person doesn't have to listen to you. Hence where influencing comes in as well. Right. And I feel a lot of that basis comes from feeling confident in yourself, the idea that you have and willing to kind of stake your idea and put yourself out on a limb here and on the line. And even if people have different perspectives of it, you're still going to get that respect for just going out there and putting your idea out there. You know what I mean? You've seen it in a room where two people are kind of having a discussion, they have kind of different ideas not really hitting the nail on the head on where things are going, but you're kind of looking at it, and they they have this kind of force about them, or this like confidence. You can say they're both confident in their ideas. They're just coming from two different sides, and she's feeling a little bit deflated because she, she's trying, and she doesn't feel like she's getting the exact output. Like she's trying to, you know control the room Get people to agree with the different ideas that she's putting out there there's lots of like back and forth and discussion she's then over analyzing it a lot as well and thinking that she's doing terribly at this and her answer for this right was well I just need to be like promoted like I need a new title they're never going to respect me and I'm going to tell you something that I told her but also something that was said to me when I started out my career and that is You do not need a title to lead, which at the time when I was told that and I was like a junior digital analyst, I was just like, that's a fucking lie. (laughs) And looking back, I was like, oh, wait a minute. It is all down to how you are feeling about yourself in that room, which we'll get into, right? Because when I heard that, I realized that I actually didn't feel like I had permission to lead. I believed that because my title was junior digital analyst, that no, I'm sorry, I have to be more quiet, I have to pull away. Like I had this hierarchy in my mind and I had to be letting other people speak and have all these ideas, et cetera. I needed to pull away. I wasn't at that level yet, which are all just thoughts, which I was all just reinforcing and finding more evidence for. And I was showing her that ultimately – Look, I'm not going to lie. Does having a higher title help when you come to problems and being able to sometimes push through them? Like, you know, when you come to a problem and it's not working and then sometimes like you need to escalate to your manager. Yeah, sure. hundred percent. But I would honestly say that it is like 10 percent, 90 percent of it is honestly about confidence that you have as well. Because once I developed that, even now in my career, I am able to fucking lead. And it was so interesting because I said to her like, okay, if you had this title what would you be like able to do then and she's listing out her well I would people like get more respect from people like this back and forth wouldn't be happening they would actually be listening to my opinions and my thoughts and stuff and I said okay let's say that was happening like how would you be feeling how would you be showing up I'd be really confident I'd be showcasing this to my boss etc and like we started to highlight like look at all the missing actions that you're not like you're not doing and not taking When you're thinking, oh, I actually need this title because you can be doing some of this now. Sure, maybe, okay, like, let's be honest, maybe it's not going to have the same impact if you were someone a bit more senior. Doesn't mean you don't do it because a lot of the times, guys, our brains will use so many different excuses to blame the external versus the internal. It will be like, oh, no, I need a more senior title because guess what? That also allows you to do. It allows you to stay stuck allows you to stay where you're at you don't have to change you don't have to try something new some other actions that she wasn't taking was things like just being open to a boss like she wasn't opening up she wasn't communicating about what was happening she was kind of expecting it to be absolutely perfect instead of like hey if you were just really compassionate with yourself right now and more open and honest could you go to your manager and be like hey this is what's happening like this is where I'm struggling with etc this is where I need to work at, I guess, some, like, what do you suggest? Like, this is where I'm thinking of doing influencing this person, et cetera. None of that was happening. So you're just getting stuck in your own little bubble where you're not learning, you're not moving forward, and you're thinking, I just need a more, like a higher title. I still remember asking her, like, like how does wanting the title put the onus on something external that you don't have control on? And she was sitting there just kind of like, oh, like I could see it all like clicking over in her head like, oh, this is just like, these are my own thoughts. I was like, yeah, these are your own thoughts. And this is where like working with me in the Epic Work Life program, you get to learn how to see this for yourself. Yes, I'm putting in a plug for my fucking program. Deal with it. <laughs> it's a good program. OK, I'm always going to put a plug for it. It's six months, one on one with me. We escalate your career goals. All right. This person that I'm working with right now, she wants to like get promoted. She's working on it with her boss. She has some mindset issues going on at the moment. She has some thoughts that are keeping her stuck and she's just in complete overwhelm and overworking. And she saw my stuff and was like, oh, shit. I want that life. I want to be able to climb my crazy career goals and also have a beautiful life. I don't want to be working on the weekend, like slaving away. I want to be showing up in these meetings super confident. And this is a possibility for you, okay? Because I'm not going to lie. Some of you want that quick solution. Some of you listen to this and you're like, yeah, I've had my Panadol, right? Like the headache is gone. But guess what? The headache's going to come back and it's going to come back with full force It's actually a migraine and there's a deeper problem. Like, do you want to keep taking Panadol for the headache or do you want me to diagnose the root problem and help you get rid of that forever so you don't have the headache ever again? And if you do, you know how to manage it without having to take like something external, like Panadol. Not that taking Panadol is bad. You get what I'm going with this metaphor, right? At the moment, I still have one more spot left in the program. So in the show notes, you can book in a discovery call. You fucking deserve this, right? And so many of us have been taught to not invest in ourselves. Like, sure, we'll buy a freaking dress or a handbag because, you know, YOLO. <laughs> we, I don't know. I don't know if the kids still use that. I don't think they do. Or it's just for me, etc. cetera. But when it comes to looking at like something tangible, something we can change in our real world, mastering key skills, that are not only going to make your career so much more fucking enjoyable, get the promotion that you want. It's going to have a trickle down effect in your whole life, a better relationship with your partner, better relationship with your kids, more enjoyable with your friends, a full life. You think I'm fucking kidding? You should see my fucking life. It's insane. Like how, because think about it, you spend like most of your time at work. So, of course, you're going to bring that into your relationship, etc. And the same tools that I'm going to help you master and understand, you'll be using that in every other aspect of your life and you will have it for life. So you can continue using it and really strengthening that emotional resilience. I've been talking about a little bit around this, like emotional resilience. Like, what is that? Right. It's really the ability that I've been telling people is how I've been kind of telling people when they're being coming on discovery calls right now. You want to get rid of your waves, like you want to get rid of all these like thoughts and emotions. I teach you how to ride those waves really well because I can't get rid of your shitty emotions. I can't do that, right? I can teach you how to process them effectively and quickly so that you can move on, so that you can continue doing your work, so that you can process them, so you can get back to like relaxing on the weekend, right? Right? But they're still going to pop up from time to time. But the more you get better at riding it, one, you can ride even bigger waves when you're going out for like a big promotion. And it's, you know, more, a little bit more bigger, it's a bit more scarier. And you can ride them smoothly. It's a smooth ride. That is what you want. And I push this so hard because guys, some of you are coming to me really in the absolute thick of it. And I'm sitting there like, hey. You should have come to me like way earlier when you were following me, going through everything. Like either or like at the end of the day, just coming to me, getting on the discovery call, me, you know, figuring out where you're at, it's still super helpful. But some of you are just digging yourself an even deeper, deeper hole. And it's like, it doesn't have to get to that. You can avoid so much more pain just by getting on the call with me. You owe clarity to yourself if this is a solution for you. So if you have been listening for a while, I strongly suggest getting on the call. I want to talk to you and I want to help you. I want to help you either make this a hell yes or a hell no. You will decide on that call if this is for you or if this is not for you. And that's fine either way. You just know. Okay? Link is in the show notes. I'll continue on with this episode. So if you really want to be fucking leading, if you and I... This is such a good skill, guys. You do not need a title. You do not need permission from your boss or the universe to lead something, okay? You can lead it. You can manage it. You can take that direction, right? And honest to God, it really does come down to how you see yourself in that room with everyone else, right? And you don't have to know everything as well. This is another problem I see, right? Some people think, oh, I have to know all the things and I don't know everything. doesn't fucking matter. You think in my projects I know everything? No, but I'm really good at getting the right people involved so that we can figure it out. Like I am like the project manager so we can create that solution together. I'm pulling those pieces, right? But that came from a level of confidence, confidence in myself to figure it out and confidence that I can ask really dumb questions because there's here like two, they're basically two tips that I want to give you, right? In my career, what I've seen is yes, confidence, which is what I'm I'm going on very general around confidence, right? But also, do you have the confidence to ask a really dumb question so that you can get your own clarity on something so that you can provide a solution end to end? Because I don't see like a lot of that i see that as something that some of my clients and even like people i've worked with over time have had to build up because no one wants to look dumb in a meeting and i honestly just think there are no dumb questions like you know no one can be the expert in everything that's totally fine but you've gotta like that's what i mean when i say you put yourself on the line you're gonna ask a dumb question yeah someone might judge you who gives a shit if they're judging you what are you making that mean just ask yourself you making it mean you're an idiot, you're dumb because guess what? You're just probably believing that about yourself already and you're so worried that if someone else thinks that, then you'll continue to think that about yourself and then you'll feel like shit. You're just worried that you'll feel shit ahead of time, right? You can't look perfect in all these little meetings. <laughs> you're going to have to look, you're going to have to accept that people are just going to think thoughts about you. This is another thing, a little bit on a tangent here that I see with people who have moved up into senior positions. People are going to think whatever the fuck they want about you, right? It doesn't mean we don't just drop networking and influencing and stuff like that. But you can't control every single perception about you, right? Like you can control your internal brand to an extent, but there's a level as well where you kind of need to let go and be like, yeah, some people are going to love me. Some people are going to hate me. That's okay. You do you. That's in a way, that's good because that's where your brand is shining, right? That's where you are coming off as a person. They say it all the time in like business and stuff or other coaches that I know, like they're saying some really clear, direct things and some people aren't liking it, but their voice is shining through. The next is also about embracing some of that fear, right? Do you think that when I got to feel like this level of confidence that I didn't feel a bit scared as I was doing it, like getting up to this level? Do you not think now in some situations that i put into that I don't feel super confident? The difference is because of the coaching skills that I have and even working with a one-on-one coach, I know how to manage it and I know how to work through it and I know how to change that into feeling more confident in the moment. And I know where all that's coming from and all those negative thoughts that just start to pop up. Because this fear I see, it just comes down to expecting to know everything and this is where for this client right she just kept judging like everything that was happening and I was just like this just sounds like a normal meeting but you're thinking that confidence looks like this story like everyone agrees with you everything's perfect everyone responds to you perfectly I'm like that's just a very idealized corporate like this is how we think corporate should work. Everyone responds to my emails at a perfect time on the thing that I urgently needed needed stuff on. I wish. No, it's that's the part of it, right? It's how do you and I was saying to her like how do you handle yourself in those moments is what your boss will notice, right? And there's nothing wrong with like reaching out for support as well if you need it. But again, that was seen to feel, well, then there's something wrong with me, and then that's weak, trying to hide her away, trying to kind of make it out that like this show that this is what's actually happening. Like try to hide like the kind of worse, not worse, but things that she was basically the things that she needed support on. She wasn't really highlighting. And I'm also like, how are you going to learn then? How are you going to develop if you're not going to fail? Because that's another thing. It's You kind of fail your way into being more confident, right? You've kind of got to put yourself out there. you got to get exposure to it. you got to feel a little unsafe to create that safety. And something I want to leave you with before I finish up is this. As a person who has coached some very senior people, I'm talking they are managing whole business units to people who are just starting out their career, guess what? everyone is thinking the same fucking thoughts it's insane because even I would sometimes think oh well this person surely they're gonna be like thinking this way etc no and then I realize it's like yeah because they're just in a different pond right like you feel like a little fish in a big pond but they're also a little fish in their big pond they're everyone's on a scale Right? If you think you're going to be the CEO and you're going to feel super confident, guess what? All the CEOs are comparing themselves to other CEOs and other people. I don't know, whatever is above a CEO. (laughs) They're doing the same thing and they're looking for their next goals, right? And the same thoughts are popping up. The difference is they've gone through, they're just ahead of you in regards to experiences, right? But that doesn't mean it's gone away. Hence why I called out this thought with the client where she's like, oh, yeah, once I get this title, then I can feel great. Then I can lead. Then I can feel all these things won't be happening. And I'm like, no, that is not going to happen. As someone who's been promoted two times in under a year, <laughs> no, <laughs> doesn't work that way. And which is why at the end of the day, it's not the title. It's not the money. It's not the job. It's you. It's always going to come down to you and how you are thinking and what thoughts you are thinking, and most of you don't know what they are. I can show you how to see what those thoughts are because some of the thoughts we just talked about now are just like the tip of the iceberg to what is a whole heap of thoughts for you that are like negative, that you don't even know, that are playing out and creating these really unhelpful patterns. Hence why I created my Epic Work Life program. It's just like it's years of coaching work condensed down into six months. If I went through this program when I started my career, I would have avoided so much more like pain, mind drama, tears, like jumping jobs. So lean into the fear, lean into the fear and book in a call right now. I want to show you the program, how it applies to you, because it's going to take you from feeling this really kind of small going into these meeting rooms, wondering if you're enough, and you're going to come out knowing how to feel confident on command. It's the same skill that I use myself that I teach all my clients one-on-one. All right, that's all for today. I will see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one on one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge.